Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, we are recording this a couple days early because when this podcast is released, we are going to be on Space Mountain. Well, we'll be on Space Mountain, but I would like to thank everyone that voted in a poll on Facebook for wanting me to ride Space Mountain and record my misery. So that's what we'll be doing about this time. We had a lot of votes. It is. You know how I know we're going to be doing that about this time? Uh, why? Because why, we got a fast pass for this window. Oh, uh... That's a good thing. Yeah, we we planned ahead for such an event that our listeners like to have me in pain and misery. So I just want to say this to everybody that voted, and we record this, and you'll listen to it. will be a bonus episode. Doug tries not to vomit. Might be the title of it. I don't know. While hearing Derek but, laugh hysterically. Yeah. So if you're listening to that, you need to simultaneously be giving us a review on iTunes that's really the only reason I will torture myself is I better see some reviews on iTunes roll in for uh, for this, Derek. That's all I can say. I can't wait. If you don't know, Doug has a weird sensitivity to roller it's coasters. Motion sickness. It's Derek. just it's weirdness. Weird. It's something some people have, not everybody. My but... wife tells me it's just in my head occasionally. She's so sympathetic. I think so. I think it's just in your head, Doug. I'm going to drag you hey. on as many e-ticket motion oh. roller coasters as I can this week. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And be it's... sure to follow us on social media because we're going to have a good time. Oh, we're also doing a lot of meetups while we're down there. We got a yeah. handful of you who listen um, to us regularly that we're going to be, I don't know, getting yeah. lunch with and we'll meeting be with. Strolling around Epcot Friday afternoon, evening, and then Saturday afternoon, three ish or so, uh, Hollywood Studios, Men and Bills, Dockside Diner. So if you're listening to this today, you want to come say hello. See if I survive Space Mountain or not. Maybe Rock and Roller Coaster is another one we record, Derek. It may oh, just that'd be, be great. I uh, why did I even suggest what? I love it. What's I'm just, wrong with me? I'm gonna mic you up uh, and just record and just see what we got. So it's gonna be a good one. But how I know that we're gonna be on Space Mountain? Not only did we make a bet and a vote that uh, you would do it for our listeners, but we have a fast pass, and that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Is fast pass strategies? They are an important part of a Disney vacation, and Doug, they do take some planning. It's not like the olden days where you go and run from attraction to attraction getting paper tickets. No, that is gone. Now it's all pre-made, pre-booked. Got to plan a little bit. You have to think about where you're going to be in 60 days. You've already planned where you're going to eat six months out. So why not plan 60 days out, right, Eric? That's what you got to do anymore. At 180 days, you start booking those ADRs. You should at least know what park you're going to be at around what time, thus making it a little bit easier to make fast passes. That's right. So here's some fast pass basics. Here's some fast pass basics. 
First, the booking window. If you're staying on Disney property, you get to book 60 days in advance. Say your length of stay is eight days. That means you make all eight days worth of your trip on that 60 day. So you can book 60 plus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or however long your trip is. If you're staying off Disney property, you're a day guest. Technically, you can book 30 days in advance. And say you're staying in your hotel off Disney property for eight days. Sorry, you have to get up and book every single morning separately. You don't get to book the whole trip at once. And these things go quickly, and some of the e-ticket attractions book fast. Thus, one of the reasons we recommend staying on property, and sometimes why you have to do a longer trip. I'm sure when Star Wars opens up, you're going to find people doing 20 and 30 days on property, trying to get all of them. Push it way out. So, and then uh, where do you book these fast passes that we speak of? Where do I go? Well, it's easy either on the app or on the Disney website, the My Disney Experience app, the Disney website. Make sure, though, before your window opens, you have your resort reservation and your tickets linked to your account. Because if your tickets aren't linked to your account, no fast pass making will you be doing. And is it at 5, 5.30 in the morning, depending on where you're at? It's at 7 a.m. Eastern, so uh, just to help those of you in the central time zone, that's 6 a.m. Mountain time zone, guess what? 5 a.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. to make your Walt Disney World Fast Passes, and it's, some of them, pretty critical to get up and do that. So that that's one of the important things, and make sure everything's linked, ready to go on your app or on the website. I'll be honest, um... I've had way more success with the website on a desktop or laptop computer than trying to do it on a mobile device. And if you're on your phone or like a tablet, it might be wise just to use the web version through like Chrome or Safari. I have a lot of uh, experience telling you what we should do on our rope drop radio trip and you just making them all for me. So that's a win. That, that I don't was. I don't have to get up at 5 a.m. It's true. I don't. I you know, I think uh, my wife made them for us. Okay. I, she doesn't like to wake me up early because I'm grumpy. So that that was a win that for us. For us. Yeah. Now, using the Fast Passes, one little technicality you need to know about. So we have them. We know where we're going. We, we booked them on the right day. We booked them in the right place. Now, when you're using them, you got to remember that you get an hour to use it. And when you're making those Fast Passes online, like, you have to allot the whole hour of your you can't back. go nine nine thirty ten and start making more you have to go that whole hour nine ten eleven yeah and sometimes you have to kind of go back in and try to move them closer together further apart you might have to play with them a little bit and change change the times to try to get them as butted up together and that kind of plays in the next topic here is like scheduling your fast passes Derek. where in the day do you like to put your fast passes Early as possible. I want to go as close to 9, 10, 11, park opening every hour just so I can start getting more fast passes on the back end. That's true. Yeah, because the sooner you're done with the first three. So you get three in advance when you're doing that early booking. And so as soon as you're done with those first three, you can get a fourth. And as soon as you're like, use that fourth one, you get a fifth, a sixth, a seventh. I what did you get one day? Nine, 10, 13, something nine, like that? Nine is my record. I've seen online people saying they've gotten up to 18. I don't believe it, that, but if they're riding, I, I don't mean, know. Uh, Aladdin. 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 There you go. I was thinking the spinning I, ride. 
something like that where you can get on and off fairly quick. It's a short ride. Maybe Buzz Lightyear over and over and over. I could see that working. We you Michelle and I did games. like three or four to Toy Story last yeah, time. We did. That was a good day. Scheduling was important. Getting more fast passes. Now, if you're not going to make it to the park by 9 a.m., don't make a 9 a.m. fast pass. Maybe start at 10. However, you get that whole hour. So just because you made a 9 a.m. fast pass, the park opens at 9 a.m. Do not go directly to use your fast pass. Wait to use it right at 10. Right? You yep. don't want to go use it while the line. Wait for that line to build. Do a couple other attractions first thing in the park. Then go use your 9 a.m. fast pass closer to 10. Now, one little kind of tip or secret is there's actually a five-minute window before your fast pass opens that you can get in. So say you have a 10 a.m. fast pass, you can go in at 9.55. I do that all the time. Yeah, so that you get in and, and you're going. And also on the back end, they give you a 15-minute grace window. You don't have to say anything. You just walk up, touch yep. your magic band, light turns green, and you're in. So really you get an hour and 20-minute window. So that's important to remember to try to maximize your time that you don't have to be there in the hour right when the hour starts. So a lot of times we'll make back-to-back fast passes. We'll use one right at the end of the hour and the next one right at the beginning of the hour. I think it's important to look at where they're at too when you're scheduling your day, don't you think? Absolutely. You got to crossing the park can take a little bit of time and you don't want to be sprinting with kids just to make a fast pass. It's good to know about the 15 minutes extra because we've had that happen numerous occasions. We're running late for a fast pass and all of a sudden a kid has to go to the bathroom. No Mm -hmm. sweat. We have those 15 extra minutes. And sometimes the Disney uh, cast members are really kind about that too. We dinged in, had to go to the bathroom. They let us back in. Yeah. And to be honest, like if you're actually trying to get there you're making effort you're not just like missing your fast pass because you're like are doing something else like just tell them hey we stopped at the bathroom and then we like had a shoe fall off and then you know just tell them if you say you ding in at like 20 minutes after it's gonna turn blue and flash at you and uh yeah and when we say ding in just to clarify we're talking about touching your magic band mickey to mickey on the little sensor outside the ride so yeah, all the fast passes are yeah. on the wrist or on the magic band. Yeah. So I know we get that question a lot with people who don't know that the paper is gone. Yeah. Where do my fast passes come from? It's all on your magic band. You get it two weeks before your trip and then it's a souvenir forever. But that is your magic or your fast pass and park ticket and wallet. All things. Yeah. But just to clarify, we say it's on your magic band. If you lose your magic band, nothing's actually in your magic band other than a sensor and a link to your account. It's all stored in your account up in a cloud, the Disney magical bubble. So you can go to City Hall, get an RFID ticket or buy a new magic band, and poof, it's right back there. So don't like worry you're going to lose your fast passes if, like, say, little Johnny's fast magic band gets ripped off and he loses it on Splash Mountain. It can happen. We've lost two magic bands in the entirety of our disney vacationing so i think they they're pretty stable you're not gonna lose them very easily i've only lost one did you lose it or did i a lost kid lose it. it nope it was me see michelle lost one of ours and then it went around splash mountain most of the day just getting so pictures we got a picture every 12 minutes it was hilarious and then they finally we got it turned off and we quit getting pictures but yeah so all right so that's the basics of fast passes let's get into a little bit of what 
we would choose in the different parks, okay? We'll kind of each give, like, we won't each give the top three, but the top three, maybe four choices for various options, right? Yep. Because like here's that. the thing. Some of the fast passes, you don't need to worry about. They'll be there forever. There yeah. are attractions that you can get day of. Yeah. Or, like, do you really need Cali River Rapids in January? No. So probably we're, not. We're not doing that this time? No, Derek, we are not riding Cali River Rapids. Okay, that was going to be my fourth fast pass at Animal Kingdom, but never mind. Go for it. I'll wait for you um, up front. Okay. You go for it. I probably won't, but okay. All right, so let's start with the Animal Kingdom, since we're mentioning um, Cali. So they have tiers. The first tier is Pandora, and then the second tier is everything else. So you can only pick one Pandora ride. And given the choice, Derek, which one are you going to pick? Uh, that's pretty simple. Flight of Passage. Yeah. That's uh, it's a... the number one attraction pretty much right now, still on property. Maybe Slinky Dog there. Yeah. It's so, it's a hard. It's still a two-plus-hour wait every day. Yeah. Animal Kingdom, it's pretty simple. Your first choice is going to be Flight of Passage. Now, say you have your trip coming up, your 60-day windows coming up. Some of these really hard ones to get are not necessarily going to be available your first day. So there's a couple different websites that kind of help guide you as to availability. One that I'm looking at right now, if today was your 60-day window, it says that you'd only be able to get an evening fast pass for the first day. So if you want to do that morning strategy, flight of passage wouldn't work. So if you want a morning fast pass, you want to go like your 60 and then go like plus to the third or fourth day of your trip, and then you're pretty much guaranteed to find a morning fast pass for your party. And the bigger your party gets the harder it is to find the hard fast passes. So party of two, party of one, a lot easier. So party of seven, it's a little sketchy, doesn't it? That'd be chal- I'm glad we're just a party of five. Party of five is hard enough. It well, is. you're not even that yet. No, because Callum's the, the baby. He doesn't, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We're still a four, so we've been solid. Flight of Passage, a little bit more difficult um, availability, but Navi River Journey has plenty of availability. Even the 30-day people can get that. 30 days out. So God bless Navi river journey for We're, people. We are not out. doing that one on our no. trip. I've done it enough. I think I've done it they three could, or four times. We're they could tell me you've won a fast pass anytime to go. Well, I'm good. I did it once. I've done it twice. Actually. I'm good. I've seen it. There's an animatronic dances at the end. Kind of. It's worth maybe going if there's a 20 or 30 minute wait. We want to let people know that. Check it out one time if you've or never done it. If you can only but, go to Animal Kingdom like on your first day, then you kind of have to get the Navi River Journey Fast Pass. I, yeah. Yeah, that's about the only other time to do it. You rope drop Flight of Passage and you have to get one of the two Fast Passes because you have to get one Pandora one. So what other two attractions at... Uh, Animal Kingdom or you get Derek, what would you say? I usually always get the Safari or Everest for my number two. Those are good choices. So those are your next two. Yep. I, I agree. Except we, I have kids and I gotta put the Lion King ten o'clock show usually in there. See, I just I hate getting fast passes for shows. It's the only one I do because that ten o'clock show consistently books up and we but like to get ten o'clock is so early. Go to go to the shows we, later. We do a half day at Animal Kingdom so I can hop out of there. Okay, good point. So we like safaris, Everest. Um, a lot of times we get Adventures Outpost, which is Mickey and Minnie meeting together. Oh, yeah, which that's a good one. Until just recently is the only place you can meet Mickey and Minnie. So if you have 
if you have little ones, you're looking at getting Navi River Journey, uh, Safari, and Mickey and Minnie. You really don't need one for Triceratops spell. There's not. There isn't one. My gosh, no one. Prima Whirl. Prima Whirl is 48 inches. Dinosaur is 40 inches. Dinosaur is a great fourth fast pass to pick up, though. I think it's usually available as a fourth one. And sometimes it can get a line. And that's a good fast pass usage for your fourth one. My kids love Primeval Whirl. I my wife feels like she needs a chiropractor. Yeah, I don't. I'm good. We, we're There's not no doing that I, one. That's not even worth recording me on because I will vomit on you. Okay. No. Good. No don't want to. Don't want puke on the equipment. So I Animal Kingdom, even with tears, is one of the more straightforward parks. Wouldn't you say? I agree. All right. Should we go to the uh, construction studios? The construction studios it is. I mean, I mean Hollywood Studios, right? Hollywood Studios, someday Star Wars Park, and someday it's going to have a completely different name. But until then, what is it like getting Fast Passes? Well, what would you pick? So there's tiers, right? Yep. What's Tier 1 is all Toy Story. The three Toy Story attractions, Alien Swirling Saucer, Slinky Dog Dash, and Toy Story Mania. Um, you know, really, you got to book one of the three. I don't know that you can go wrong necessarily. They're all going to have weights later in the day. Uh, Slinky Dog is definitely the most popular. That's, that's the e-ticket if you can get it. Yeah. But it, I mean, 60 days out, you're not always getting it. You're looking at if you want a morning. So say you want that 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Fast Pass. You're looking at day five of your trip. You want an afternoon Fast Pass, you can get day three and four. Before that, you're not. They don't even look at it on days one and two. So Slinky Dog's definitely right now the hardest Fast Pass to get on property. Alien Swirling Saucer, you can get even at the 30-day mark. Toy Story, you can get at the 30-day mark. Maybe not mornings at the 30-day mark, but there's plenty of flexibility there. I just prefer Toy Story Mania over Alien Swirling Saucer. I I agree, but I think right now Slinky Dog's got to be the first go-to. If you're doing a short trip and can't get that fourth, fifth window... Yeah, I would go Toy Story Midway Mania. Yep. Or say you're doing studios twice in your longer trip. So your first trip, first day there, Toy Story Mania. Last day there, Slinky Dog. And always keep checking. You know, things change. They open up. So the second tier is everything else. Derek, what kind of fast passes are you getting? Usually rock and roller coaster. That was a hard fast pass to get for many a years. And now it's a lot easier. Because it used to be Tier 1 with Toy yep. Story. She had to make a decision. It kind of took the decision out of it. And it's got morning Fast Passes available at the 60-day mark. So I think that's pretty awesome. And uh, Tower of Terror, I think, would be maybe the next choice. Yep. Or Star Tours. Either or. Both good choices for me. Yeah. Now, if you have a smaller folk in your... We your... always book Star Tours with our kids. Yeah, and but if you got shorter people than that, uh, Disney Junior Dance Party is a good way to go because there's nothing worse than standing in line with three-year-olds and four-year-olds rather than standing in line with a lot of three-year-olds and four-year-olds. I mean, other people's three-year-olds and four-year-olds. So Fast Pass for that's pretty good. And the Fast Pass for this breaks my rule of don't get a Fast Pass for a show. The only show I will say to get a Fast Pass for is Frozen Sing Along at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, we've gotten a couple fast passes for that. So it, it still sells out, but there's not a ton to do 
in the studios at the moment. So a lot of people so, do migrate to that show. Yeah. So it's busy. Uh, seems like we named every attraction that has fast pass, except like beauty and the beast and phantasmic. Basically. I think they're the only ones we left out. Phantasmic's so. always my consistent fifth ish fifth. It's or usually sixth. there. You just, yep. Why not pick it up if you're planning on going and there's nothing else, right? Might as well use it. So that's the studios. I think it's time to hop on a friendship boat and head down the canal over, over to, to Epcot. Epcot. The where all the festivals are now the fast pass in itself. There there is no fast pass for the festival. That's unfortunate. Like they need to find a way that you can fast pass to the front of the food booths. I would love people, that. People people will book that. Oh, like, absolutely. Who needs Frozen Ever After if you can get if you can get that? Well, speaking of Frozen Ever After, that is kind of the number one fast pass to get, especially with Littles. It's still the newest attraction at Epcot, so gets a lot of people, both older and younger. Uh, we either get that or Test Track because it's a tier, so you get Test Track, Frozen, or Soren. Doug, where are you going between those three and Tier One? I don't think any of them are a problem to get 60 days out these days. No. I, I think they're all morning availability. Yep. Um, with my crew, we usually like to do test track. Soren has a lot uh, more predictable. Um, it's not going to close when it rains. It's not going to have as many technical issues. Test track is like a crapshoot on whether or not it's We missed work. it this last trip. It still bums my son out. And – We've rope drop test track only to have it not function. And so you essentially are behind the eight ball the whole day. So we prefer to get the fast pass for test track and rope drop Soren and then head over, use an early test track fast pass. Uh, so that would be our, our choice for that is, is, uh, in Mickey and Minnie, and Goofy, they still tier one there, there. You know what? I don't know. My thing is, is the Visa card is there. And so I've been using the Visa, Disney Visa card to meet my, uh, well, this last time was Mickey and Goofy. Yeah, that's a, a great, you don't need to do, uh, you don't need to do the character spot necessarily. Tier two attractions are Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Living with the Land, Journey into Imagination with Figment and Turtle Talk with Crush. So, no, it is still Tier 1 meeting Mickey and Minnie, which is why it has availability. When it was Tier 2, it was, like, constantly full. Mm. So they did bump that up in their last. They've changed it so much. Like, every three to six months, they've shifted attractions around at Epcot. It's like they can't quite figure out what to do with it. So, well, yeah, Fig You know Figment's not going Tier 1 anytime soon. No, I would hope not. You never know, though. I mean, they do some crazy stuff. So out of the Tier 2s, though, it's like Spaceship Earth and Mission Space. Like, I can't imagine using a Fast Pass on the Seas with Nemo and Friends or Figment. I just, unless you're like, oh, I can make one for my fifth Fast Pass, then do it. Oh, we did that, and we were walking up there. It was no wait, and we went to dig in, and the lady's like, just go. And I'm like, no, I got to ding in so I can make my fifth fast pass. Yeah, yeah, otherwise you can't make your next one for, you know, C's. But that's the thing about Epcot. Their Tier 2 is so – it's just not necessary other than the fact that everybody else has a fast pass. If they just didn't have fast passes for any of those attractions and just gave you one fast pass at a time in Epcot, I think it would actually work better. 
but because you have to have two fast or three fast passes, everybody has a spaceship Earth and a mission space, which then artificially creates a weight. Maybe they'll listen to Maybe. me about it. The cool thing, though, after you use your first three, you can get another tier one. You're not stuck just getting more tier two. So you can find a storm. Oh, that's a good point a test to make. Track. Yep. Like you can pick up one of those. And in Epcot, you're smaller groups it can happen especially on a less busy day so i think we have a chance for that on our trip derek i think we we have a chance to pick up another tier one so i'm hoping anyway all depends on whether it's the festival season of art so uh see how busy it is yeah yeah it'll it'll be interesting but and that's the thing with epcot it can be packed to the brim and you're still getting fast passes because everyone's drinking and eating epcot's a weird park it is and a lot of the attractions with fast pass are not near the eating and drinking that's true so a lot of people are like well i don't want to make a fast pass for spaceship earth it's way over there like there's you know there's no fast way over there either nope you're back in the world showcase so as part of the popularity of frozen is its location it is the only thing that deep into world showcase it'll be nice when ratatouille opens that will help draw more people back there with an attraction they really could use something, though, backed by America way deep in there for Fast Pass. But. That's a whole different show. We could talk about rides. But mm. let's keep moving our Fast Passes along to Magic okay. Kingdom, probably one of the more challenging parks to navigate and know what to do for Fast Passes. Yeah. So the cool thing about Magic Kingdom. There's, is no, there's no tiers. Thank goodness. Free for all. Which is great because if there was tiers, it would really – really complicate stuff and i think it would even inflate weights of the secondary attractions more but so what are your three what what three are you wanting to do if you're taking your family what are your go-to the number one is mine train uh far and away that's still the top e-ticket in magic kingdom 60 days usually still what you have to go with am i right on the calendar yeah, can you so, get a morning 60 days out? No, no, you cannot. You oh. can get an evening or an afternoon on a slow day. Um, it's like 50-50 whether you can get like a group of four or five on that first day or if you're going to end up on the second day. Second day, you can usually get morning, maybe late morning, mm-hmm. but it's just the first day that's the issue with Mind Train. So it has improved a lot. Yeah, um, I remember when it was like three and four days to get Mind Train. Yeah, you're looking at 62, 63 days before you even got a Mind Train. So that's helped. I think having, you know, Slinky Dog open up has actually affected some of the crowds. And I think the newness has worn off Yep. finally. You know, it took a while. But well, my happened. kids still love it. We'll still do it. Uh, it's not yeah. my favorite attraction. I, for number two, would always get Space Mountain, whether I go with you or not, because it's still a great attraction. Uh, and yeah. so, but that's still another one that 60 days, it's still a, a good attraction, even though it opened in the 70s. Yeah, and... And that's one that you can definitely uh, – it has availability, but it's not going to have availability as you get close to your trip. So it's going to be a tough one to get day of yep. for a fourth or fifth space mountain. It's possible, but it's going to be tough. What about a third fast pass? So you got two of the mountains. Uh, usually because I'm a parent, I got to do something for the kids like uh, Beauty and the Beast, meet uh, Belle. Or uh, okay. what is it? Uh, Enchanted Tales with Bell. Enchanted Tales with Bell. Maybe uh, Peter Pan is Peter Pan. Similar. Peter Pan. We rope drop a lot, but yeah, very similar. We've done uh, fast passes to Peter Pan quite a bit. Try to get all of our fast passes in that fantasy land when I got the little ones with me. Yeah, the other fast pass that is pretty hot too is Mickey, who is currently 
meeting with Minnie for his 90th birthday. Which so is amazing. That's that's a good that's fast a, pass to get. Yeah, so that one's actually increased in value. It'll be interesting to see how much... Like, they haven't announced an end date for that, which means that I expect them to be there maybe a year or so. They're, they like to celebrate stuff for, like, 16 months. Yep. So like That's a year in Disney time. Yeah, yeah. So... I think Minnie will be there for a while. So I think if you're booking your fast passes 60 days out, I would bank on Minnie being there. I think if you're going with a family, I don't see no problem doing like Seven Dwarfs, Peter Pan, Mickey and Minnie, or you have a little bit older kids, you get a couple mountains, Mickey and Minnie is even a good choice. That's going to be a tough one to get a fourth or a fifth fast pass for. The other mountains that Big we Thunder. like. Big Thunder. Thunder. I always Flash. am able to get a fourth to those two. Yeah. Fourth and fifth. That's usually I usually go up and then come back down, uh, hit up Jungle Cruise and Pirates, try to get that whole side of the park in the fourth, fifth, sixth area. Yeah. See, on a lot of trips, we'll have two days at Magic Kingdom, so we kind of divide our fast passes based on the two days. So, like one day we may have Mine Train, Space Mountain, and say Tomorrowland Speedway or Enchanted Tales of Bell, or you know, kind of that half, and then the next rope drop day at magic kingdom we may have thunder and and splash and then maybe peter pan or jungle cruise jungle cruise can you i mean there's so many attractions you can get so many different things for your fourth and fifth now like when we be on at thanksgiving though we might have been able to pick up a fourth fast pass for say jungle cruise at 11 o'clock is when we could do that but we weren't going to get that fast pass until six. The busier the park, the further out those extra fast passes are. Yep. But on a slow day, I mean, you're just cranking through them if you're on your phone and you're well, working. Let's hope we have some slow days coming up this weekend. Yeah, I'm hoping for slow. You know, this weekend, the, the previous weekend, Martin Luther King Day, busy. Yep. Hopefully everybody goes home after Martin Luther King Day and we're good to go. All right, Doug, we got a question on Twitter with fast passes from pre-ski shields i hope i said that right and she asks, <laughs> would love to hear suggestions on how to book for four kids ages two four six nine nine-year-old wants to thrill rides all the other kids want classic rides are there any rides one parent can take all three kids on while the other does thrill rides with the older child absolutely yeah think- we split fast passes all the time my wife will take one or two kids i'll take one kid Mm-hmm. And it's easy to do after you've done it the first time. I'll say that. The first time you go and you make your fast passes online and you're dividing your party, it's a little daunting. But if you kind of have a plan, you know who goes where, when, you can do it. Plus, remember, like you take, like, mom takes the nine year old and say the six year old is going to be tall enough for almost everything, too. I can't imagine a six-year-old that's not 40 inches. Although, Derek, your six-year-old was 40 inches, right? Yes. And she's really barely. So most six-year-olds are going to be 40 inches. So Disney thrill rides are not like your local amusement park. Lot tamer. Your six-year-old should love them. So mom takes the older two. Dad takes the younger two. Then you get that rider swap. Then dad goes back on. And the older two kids then decide that they love their younger siblings because they get that extra ride on Thunder and Splash and Star Tours. So my kids were, the older two were never more upset than when Claire was 40 inches. 
because then we couldn't use rider swap anymore. That oh yeah, the kids love that. When when, pa- when you flip up those fast passes yes. and the parents can get the kids get two rides. Yeah, the kids get two rides out of it, and they love that. And then Claire, you know, Claire and I would go do something like Disney Junior Live on stage. We would get a fast pass for that. Um, we just split the party when you're making it. Now the two year old does not need fast passes. If they don't have a park ticket, they don't need a fast pass. I'm going to be honest when Alden was three on one trip where we divided up fast passes all over the stinking place where it got kind of complicated. There was one time we're like heading towards Peter Pan and we realized, Oh, Alden doesn't have a fast pass for this because we did this over there and this over there. They're like, just walk in, just keep look like, you know what you're doing. Just don't. Yep. So, you know, when they're carry really the close, child, yep. this head on. Oh, dude, he was heavy. I didn't carry him anywhere. He had legs. You're, <laughs> You're better than me. No, I, I don't know who's better, actually, for that there, because I made my kids walk places and I did not nurture by caring. But, yeah, you can definitely divide it up. And let's see. In let's go a little bit each park here real quick. Animal Kingdom, Fast Pass for little kids, Safari, Mickey and Minnie, about the only – and the shows, Nemo and uh lion king lion king so that's for the shorter under 40 inch crowd hollywood studios once again the shows are good options otherwise yep and uh play junior toy story mania is the only non-height requirement even though the four-year-old should be tall enough for alien swirling saucer but the two-year-old will not be unless they're gigantic epcot Seas, Turtle Talk with Crush, that sort of stuff. Those are some good options. Magic Kingdom, I mean, it's too many to the list. Yeah, you got them. Yeah, there we go. So sp- divide and conquer. Divide. It's yep. easy. It's easy yeah, to do. And, you can do it all in the app. And that's something, uh, just a small shameless plug. Like my wife helps lots of people divide and conquer. She helps them come up with that plan because it is a little more challenging and she works with that type of stuff every day. So a good Disney travel agent will be able to help you uh, to navigate the fast pass waters and help set those up with you by giving advice. So there you go. Hopefully well, speaking that's, uh, of Michelle, question. she yeah. booked all of our fast passes for us. And I know we've yeah. had a couple questions online. What are we planning on doing, Doug? So how about you pull up the app right now and share what our fast passes are and maybe the strategies behind yeah. why you guys made them? Well, our flight gets in at like 1.30 in Orlando. So we figure about an hour to get to the resort, throw some stuff in at a bellhops or in our room if it's available, about another hour to get to the park. So what's that put us at? 2.30, 3.30? 3.30. 3.30. So... We're a little more conservative on this one. We made a 405 Splash Mountain. So evidently, we Let's want to start cool the day getting right wet. Away. Yeah. And it's I 60 degrees outside. I really don't remember this decision at all. <laughs> we'll be the only people on the ride. Yeah, we won't need um, fast passes for that we, one. We probably won't. 405 on a Thursday. Yeah, I think we'll be good. Um, then we got Seven Dwarfs Mine Chain at 505. So there we are. Um, made these right at our 60 day mark, arrival day. I'm pretty sure that's the earliest we could make it was 5.05. And then at 6.05, we have the dreaded, iconic Space Mountain, where I will be mic'd up for everyone's viewing displeasure. Can't wait. Basically, that's it. And then the park closes fairly early that night for the uh, After Hours event and the fact that it's Thursday, January 24th. So the park's not open super late. So we might be able to snag one more Fast Pass after that. I don't. 
I don't know. We'll probably be hanging out waiting for Happily Ever After instead. So, and then we'll need a fast pass for like the Tambu Lounge or uh, some other sort of drinking establishment. Okay. I don't know if they have fast passes though. They probably don't. But on a Thursday, hopefully we're the only ones there. Well, it is Thirsty Thursday, Derek. Thirsty Thursday. I feel like I'm back in college saying that out loud. All right, Friday the 25th, that, uh, we have Spaceship Earth at 12.30, Soaring Around the World at 1.30, and Mission Space at 2.35. And the reason why we didn't do that 9, 10, 11 windows because we're going to be Animal Kingdom in the morning and hop across the pond. That's right. So we did something totally different than all the advice we just gave for the last however many minutes we're talking. And yeah, we didn't make early ones. So our goal is to make it over to Epcot by 1.30 so we can ding in at Spaceship Earth. I think, I think we can we do can it. Do. Oh, yeah. I think we do it. We're going to do uh, Flight of Passage. The Safari and Everest is basically the, I mean. You got to meet Doug and I got to meet Scrooge. There we go. We and better. Mickey I don't know Minnie. what time Scrooge comes out though. We. I don't. I hope he's not later in the day. I we'll hope find he's out. Late. We'll have to find out. But yeah, that's basically it. And then uh, find some lunch. We may eat lunch at Epcot at a at a festival booth. That's what I'm planning on doing. So hopefully we'll get there, and we may need a snack before that. Maybe you, I'll get. You still owe me a snack. Up. Yes, I do owe you a snack. For those that don't know, I lost a bet. So I owe Derek a snack. I'm worried about how he's going to cash it in. I think I need to make some rules. That has to have the little snack icon next to it. It's not going to be like a festival snack? I don't know. Some of those are like nine the bucks. The sushi the donut that I looked at? Yeah. That was... Oh, I'm going to be buying a sushi donut. So the bet was, like, they were just delaying and delaying and delaying Hall of Presidents, right? And it looked like, oh, they're just, I thought. It's just not going to open it because of, you know, why why open it to the controversy? And Derek's, no, they're going to open it. So I bet they weren't going to open it in 2018. It was taken up. I was clearly wrong by about six months. I will admit that. I was way off. So take all of my advice with a grain of salt. Well, so. speaking of advice, after Epcot, what is our next day? The next day we are rope dropping at Hollywood Studios so we have a couple things that you'll probably want to record my misery. So we got Tower of Terror at 9.35 to 10.35. I think I made that a half hour later than I could have just to free up us a little bit more time in Toy Story Land yep. so we didn't feel like we had to rush. So we could have made a 9, but I wanted just that little extra half hour to get over to uh, Sunset Boulevard and do Tower of Terror. And then... At 10.35, so immediately after Tower of Terror, we have Rock and Roller Coaster. And then immediately after that, we have Toy Story Mania. Because as we talked about earlier, we couldn't make Slinky Dog on day three. I just wasn't available to uh, to get that yet. So we went with Toy Story Mania. So we're going to rope drop Slinky Dog. That's the plan. That's pl always a good plan to rope drop whatever e-ticket attraction you cannot get on a Fast Pass. That's right. So... Toy Story Mania at 11.30. We might eat some lunch after Rock and Roller Coaster and then go and do Toy Story, depending on how I'm feeling at that point of the day. And then, of course, we'll try to pick more up. Yep. Because you know, we really don't have much planned after that. Probably hang around there, do a little well, uh, you'll hear our You'll hear our post-show next week, so you'll get all of what we did and didn't do. Yeah, we're going to fast pass to the book, though. We're going to work on that book that Kent, Christina, Richard yep. wrote. 
we're going to work on that after our fast passes. We'll see what else we can get. And then our last day, we end up getting a late flight. So there's morning extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom. But we made a fast pass for 1130 for the character spot at Epcot. Just to make sure we met Mickey at some so point. So we're starting at Magic Kingdom and we're going to hit up Epcot. Yeah. And we'll be over to Epcot by 1230 is the goal. Any other so, fast passes at Epcot? Um, I made none. So that we, as soon as we dinged in on the character spot, we can make whatever's available. Okay. Because um, if we schedule, because Mickey's a tier one. Yeah. Right? So there's a hope that as soon as we ding in, we may be able to grab a Soren or a Test Track before we have to head back and catch Magical Express, which I learned today is now running four hours instead of three oh, hours. Oh, that is so much time at the airport. Because you can't even go through TSA more than two hours in advance. But TSA shut down. It's slower. That's why they're doing it. Yep. But it doesn't really help the problem just getting there earlier because you can't actually do it earlier. Ugh. This so might, that's how this might be a time that we take an Uber to the airport. Just throwing that out there. So there you go. That's our fast passes. That is our that's fast passes. And that's all of our fast pass strategies. I know people love asking us questions. And I know a lot of people who even listen to this show, uh, it's overwhelming when you go get closer to that booking time, 60 days out. And and we're getting people asking us, do you do this, this, or this or that, or I'm here and go there. And you know what, Doug, the best advice that I can say is use an experienced travel agent. I, Michelle just helps me all along. I say, Declan's this tall, Olivia's this tall, help me make a plan. And she has been phenomenal to work with. That's how we split kids up the first time. And she has been really good at helping us navigate where to go based on what reservations, dining, and everything. She and you basically plan out my trip. I just fill in the details. Well, somebody's got to do the details, Derek. That's true. Hey, I'm good at making the fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, post three. You know, one thing is friends don't let friends make Philhar Magic Fast Passes. I don't even think they have those anymore. Do they not? They finally got rid of that? No, I think they finally got rid of them. I heard that rumor. Oh, good. It's one of the things I'm actually going to look at. I've Let's been meaning to look at on the app or when we go there. Remember when it was the paper tickets, you get like the Winnie the Pooh fast pass and you just get like a bonus Philhar Magic fast pass. Because no one went, yeah. To try to get people to go. So it's fast pass is a tool Disney uses to distribute crowds. That is true. It, it, they're smart. It, it, they know yeah. how to make it work. Yep. It is. All right. Well, if you are looking to have a magical Disney vacation and book fast passes, please contact Michelle. Her email is in the show notes. And Doug, you and I are going to be there this week. So if you have any questions, maybe construction or something you've heard or pictures you want us to get, let us know. We'll send you a message and try to scope out some things for you. And we also love having reviews. So if you feel willing right now, just go into iTunes, click hopefully that five star, help us continue to grow our podcast and we're going to start reading more of those off on air because a lot more have been coming in so thank you to all who have taken a moment to review our show and of course follow us on social media we are going to be posting a ton of stuff yeah i will be all over twitter derek you'll be all over instagram, instagram and then we'll tag team facebook yeah Facebook's that's our kinda, that yeah. see there's a fast pass strategy and now there's a social media strategy Yes, that is right. We have strategies beyond strategies, Derek. And then then, sometime we got to record our shows while we're down there. We will record a few shows. We're going to be staying at Pop, so look for a Pop review, Festival of the Arts review. And, of course, when we get back, 
we'll look with a little hindsight on our travels and record the, uh, the wonderfulness of the post-trip show. So that trip report show, stay tuned for that next week. It's always a good one. That is. And now all of our shows, that's some the last one we went on. That's our number two show. Is I can't gets a lot people like to hear your misery, our wins, our losses. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mostly my misery. I can't wait. That'll be a bonus episode or in the episode next week. So thank you so much to everyone who listens to Rope Drop Radio. Have a magical day.